Hey guys, how are you guys? It's the second week, almost third week of September, which is crazy. It's almost holiday season and I'm excited. But um, first off, I want to thank you guys for all the support, for listening, for, you know, when I ask what I should talk about next, you guys give me, you know, things to talk about. Um, my first episode when I read my birth chart is the most played episode, which is very makes me happy, but also kind of scary because that means a lot of people know what my birth chart is, but you probably forgot about it. I literally forgot about it. Like, and now I can't even like say what my birth chart is. Like I have to look back, but today we're talking about relationships and I have recorded episodes about relationships before, but I've never liked them, but this time I'm not going to plan it. Usually I plan out my episodes and like what I'm going to talk about. I have my notebook, but I have like four bullet points about what I'm going to talk about. And I'm just like going into this, like fully in, you know, I probably don't even know what I'm talking about because I've never been in a relationship, but I have, I'm an observer. I've said this before. I'm an observer and I've observed things about people in relationships. So we're going to unpack that. We're going to unpack that. So the first bullet point I have here is that relationships relationships as a distraction. So when you're in the relationships, the relationships I'm focusing on for today are intimate, you know, partner loving relationships. If you're in a relationship with your significant other, is it a distraction? I think it is when you're younger I definitely think being in a relationship is a distraction because you don't know any better. Like, you don't know anything. Like, when you're older, the older you get and, like, the more relationships you get, you're like, okay, I don't know. Every time you get into one, you're like, is this going to be a serious thing? Is this going to be my future wife or husband? You know? Like, as you get older, getting into, getting into relationships is a more serious thing because you're like, oh, shit, this could be my future, you know, I'm get, I may marry this person. I may have kids with this person or have a life with this person. And then, you know, also as you get older, there's also that type of pressure either from your parents or just from society, especially if you're a woman, because like there's like not an age cap, but there is an age cap to when like the perfect time it is to have kids, like the perfect age because of your eggs or whatever. They get all old. I don't know the science behind it, but you know, there's definitely a kind of pressure for that, like for women, because you don't want your kids to come out, you know, you know, the older you get, like the more like your kids, like it may be, they may not live that long because of complications, but there is, you know, situations that have disapproved that, but I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm talking about something else, but as you, as you're younger, you know, if you're in high school or if you're literally in middle school, your relationships are a distraction. There's a distraction from your schoolwork because it's not a serious thing. It's just like a lovey-dovey, you know, I can't believe middle schoolers fuck now. Like that's, or in eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade, seventh grade, I can't believe in elementary school people have fucking, like how, okay, I guess, you know, it's like an innocent type of thing, but it's like nothing to it. It's like a childish, like not childish, but it's just like a little thing. It doesn't even matter. That relationship doesn't matter. It's just something because you like this person and you have a crush on them, but it's not like a real relationship. That That's why a lot of people don't count the relationships that they had when they're younger because they're like, that wasn't real. Like that was just like cutesy, like based on movies type of thing, you know? And I can't believe like, the difference, I'm also, 
like the difference between how people act now in eighth grade eighth graders look like full-on 20 year olds now and it's crazy to me and i can't believe it but you know but sorry relationships are a distraction when you're younger as you get older they form into this more serious thing i think also like relationships can become a distraction when you know of course like in the beginning because you're gonna think about that person all the time they're all you're gonna think about so they become a distraction you can't really focus on things but as you get more comfortable with this person, they're probably not a distraction anymore, but they can be. Because, like, if you get in fights and stuff, then you're going to be thinking about that. Like, what did I say? What did I do? Why are they mad at me? You know, stuff like that. And especially with, like, schoolwork, if you're in high school, they become a major distraction. Especially, like, once you go through a breakup and then just, like, from what I observed, if you guys are in the same class, they become a distraction and then you don't focus on your schoolwork. Then if you guys break up, you can't even fucking think anymore. And then you're just like, I give up. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm like, whatever, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. But that's my final point. Relationships can be a distraction. Because do you, do you, this is a question. Do you really need to be in a relationship? All of us like want to be in a relationship, right? We like have this like wanting feeling of like people loved being loved. But do you really need to be <laughs> loved to live a ha happy life? I think you do because love is an emotion that it's very rare. Like real love is very rare. There's like fake love everywhere. But real love is like where to find. And once you find that person, I feel like you'll automatically know it. Also has to do with like, you know, that's your soulmate. But love is really intense emotion and when you feel it you're like holy shit like this is like this is it this is the one the one moving on the second bullet point i have is oh what i've seen my friends go through i'm not gonna call anybody out right now i've seen my friends go through relationships and you know some of them i don't even like their significant other i'm just like i don't like them like, okay, oh, red flags. This could be like red flags that I've seen. Red flags. Let's talk about red flags and relationships. I've never been in a relationship, but I've seen many red flags. A one red flag that I get, or like when I get a light bulb in my head, I'm like, girl, you need to break up with him right now, is when, okay, obviously arguing constantly about little things if they're jealous. Jealousy is also an intense emotion. But jealousy is a red flag because, of course, you can feel jealous when you see your man or your woman talking to somebody else. Of course, you're going to be jealous. But, like, if you get jealous to the point where you, like, interrupt their conversation and then you're like, no, 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 come with me. And then you're like, you know, you know, if she gets jealous, you get jealous way too fast over something that's innocent, over some over your significant other talking to the opposite gender of you or something like that. Or I don't know. Like, if you get jealous too fast, that means you don't trust this person. You have trust issues, you know, maybe in your past relationship, somebody cheated on you. But if you get jealous way too fast to the point where you get angry, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Because it's like, what's your deal? Like, I can't talk to this person. Another red flag is if they limit you to your friends. If they don't let you go out with your friends, which is another obvious red flag. that I don't see how people don't get like if they say no you can't 
see the, your friends. You can't go out with your friends. You know, that's fine. If like, you want to stay with your significant other, if you want, if you want them to stay, you know, but if you do it constantly and you don't let them go out with your friends, like you're not the only person that matters to them. Like this person has friends, has family, you know, sometimes you need to go out with your friends to escape, not the relationship, but just be like, hang out with different people. Cause you're probably with them 24 seven. So if they limit time that you can go outside, if they can go out. Another flag, this is for men, um, like women and man relationship. If they say you can't wear something. If they kind of have, they can have, an, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But if they have an opinion on your wardrobe and say like, I don't like that, you can't wear that. Mm, the whole controlling factor, especially with men. Like, you you can't control what I wear. You can't control just because we're dating. Like, I'm not, you don't own me. I'm not your property. Another thing about, like, this whole Andrew Tate thing. Thank God that motherfucker is gone. He would never shut the fuck up. Like, oh, my God. Like, why even open your fucking mouth? Sorry. <laughs> I'm just so mad at that. Like, that shit, like, made me so pissed off. But, um, yeah. Like, he said this thing about, like, oh, that's mine. She's my property. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Who? That's a human being. I feel like men view, men like him, they view women as property and they view them as an object. That's the whole thing with the object, objectification of women. The way they've been treated throughout history has objectified them. So now we see men see them through the lens of like, okay, that's an object. I control her. She has to listen to me because I'm the man and I'm physically, you know, I have, I'm superior than them when they're not like not. And then people get these ideas about feminism. I'm going on a whole other tangent right now, but people have these ideas of feminism be like, oh my God, because there's a lot of different ways, but feminism, what feminism is, is like, we want to be equal. There's no superior gender. It's like all equal. And then people, you know, there's like wrong feminism where they like vilify men and stuff like that. Some men do deserve to be vilified. I'm going to say that right now because it's true. But I'm going off a tangent. But that's a red flag. Just controlling what you want your partner to wear, controlling who they can hang out with. Like that's wrong. That's all wrong. That's a red flag. Another flag that I see is if they get irritated easily. Like, I have a lot of my friends tell me that, like, oh, my God, he got so mad the other day over this little thing. And I was like, ah, leave, leave, leave. Because you never know, right, if it leads to an abusive type of thing. Because there's different types of abuse. There's, like, emotion, like physical abuse, and then there's, like, emotional abuse. And they're both as bad. Because emotional abuse can, like, stay in your brain and, like, change the way you think and just, like, makes you this terrified, like, terrified trauma, stuff like that. You can also get trauma physical abuse. And there's also, like, physical, you know, marks on your body. But, okay, trigger warning. I'm going to put a trigger warning. But um, if they get mad or irritated over the littlest thing, like, easily, too, it's just, like, why? Like, I get like that that way too. Like I'll get irritated over something, you know, but I'll do it like when my mom asked me to do something, I'll just be like, oh, like, oh my God. Okay, fine. You know, but I'm not like, oh my God, no. Like I'm going to do it. Like sometimes I, I'm not in the mood and I'm like, <laughs> like I make this whole fucking deal and I'm like, no, 
but I start laughing afterwards and I do it anyways. But if they get mad over something like very small or you ask them to do something, they're like, no, what the fuck? And they get this like aggressive tone. Don't don't tell them to chill because they're going to get more mad, but be like, okay, I'm going to take note of that. Like that's in my brain. You got mad over some stupid little shit. And, you know, it can be, it can be kind of scary because you're like, is this person going to hit me? Like, you never know. You really never know. Another red flag. Obviously, like, these are obvious red flags. But, like, if they hide their phone from you. Okay, the whole thing about, like, sharing your social media passwords. I don't know how I think. I don't know how I feel about that. Because privacy. I don't need. My mom does not have my password. You know, my mom doesn't have my location. Invasion of privacy. There's some things that you want, like. This is like my my phone is my privacy. I have private stuff on there. I'm not talking about nudes, you fucking disgusting person. Like, no. I'm talking about like just like this is it's a journal. Like my I don't know. My phone is my phone. Like you cannot look through it, okay? And it's not necessarily when people say that when in a relationship, they're like, what, are you hiding something from me? Like, no, I'm not hiding anything from you. Like, this is for me. And we may be close, but like super close, but like it's not if I'll I'll show it to you when I want to show it to you. You know, there's things like you can be embarrassed about, like, even if you're super close to somebody, you might be embarrassed about something you don't want to show them, if that makes sense. But sharing passwords, social media passwords, I guess it's okay. Like, it's up to you. Like, I'm not going to be like, that's fucking weird. That's weird. Like, do whatever you want. But personally, nah. I mean, I'll show it to you, man. Like, I'm not going to be like, no. Like, I will not show you my, oh, wait, actually, I'll show some people my TikTok drafts. I won't show everybody my TikTok drafts. Actually, I've never shown any of my friends my TikTok drafts because some of them are like, <laughs> like embarrassing. But um, yeah, if somebody shows you their TikTok drafts, you trust them. You trust them. They, they fully trust you. Um, another red flag. Let's think about other red flags. Mostly you can like the red flags that I'm talking about. They're talking they're, like about men. Red flags in men. In women, Oh, sorry. I hit the mic. Red flags in women. I feel like, yeah, hiding stuff. Um, we're good at hiding stuff. I'll tell you that. Um, that's all I could think of right now. My brain. I'm saying, I'm telling you, I went into this blind. I'm like just talking about it now. Um, we're 14 minutes in. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. My view on things. That's the next bullet point. My view on relationships. oh like my view on relationships i mean it's all right i guess like (laughs) uh i'm jealous i'm bitter i'm fucking bitter like i'm gonna tell you that right now (laughs) my view like i don't know i it's cool I, i guess like do what you want This is what happens when you don't plan out your episode. Probably never doing this again because I'm just like, what? Hmm. Okay, well, I'll talk about this. Um, in terms of relationships, like perfect relationships, not every relationship relationship is perfect. But I remember I was like, I think during the pandemic, I was FaceTiming my friends a lot. And we were talking about relationships. And... I mentioned like we were talking about the idea of the one and they misinterpreted it and thought that I'm like waiting to be in relationship with the one. And they were like, 
Carla, that's like impossible. I was like, oh my God, you're not fucking listening to me. Like, that's not what I said. Everybody wants to search for the one. Like, nobody really searches for, I don't know if people, I guess like on dating apps. And also, I will never try dating apps. Never, never. I'm never going to fucking do it because no. But um, everybody's trying to find the one. And you go through these like trial and error type of things. But I guess for me, like, I just have to feel it naturally occur. Like, it just ha- it has to happen naturally. It's not going to be like, I see this person and I'm like, love at first sight. I know they're the one. That might happen. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But I guess I'm just like, everybody's fucking whack. That's what I'm trying to fucking say. Like, garbage, trash. And then, uh, like, that's what, that's what, you know, happens. And I'm just like, I see, like, I've talked about this before. Like, I see people get into relationships like it's like the dumbest person ever and then the smartest person ever and I'm just like what how does that even like I'm not judging but I'm judging like how how and like in like things like people who are when you're in a relationship with somebody like I've seen these I finally figured out I talked about this before pretty girls with average looking guys or ugly looking guys it's because girls pretty girls like ugly guys and I I've never, like, I guess, like, my type is, like, pretty boys, but not, like, pretty, pretty boys, but pretty boys, you know, also based off of movies, but I'm just, like, huh, pretty girls have this fascination with ugly guys, and that probably is a diss to the guy, because he's, like, he probably think he bagged, like, the baddest bitch ever he's like yeah but then later he finds out like oh it's because she likes ugly guys which means you're ugly i don't know what the fascination is people also like dad bods which i guess you know to each your own like that's your thing it's not my thing it's not my thing but yeah um i finally figured out that whole mystery about the pretty girl pretty girl and ugly guy thing but um Let's talk about being heartbroken and how it changes you. So I've never been heartbroken, but I want to experience it because I heard you get really skinny. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Okay. Being heartbroken. I've seen people been heartbroken. And I'm just like, could it be me? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> being heartbroken and how it changes you. I've never been heartbroken. I want to experience it because I want to, because people say like, you can feel it. Like when your heart, you can feel your heart ripping, like rip apart. And I'm just like, okay, you dramatic ass bitch. But I'm like, wait actually <laughs> wait yeah you feel like really because that's like an experience so <clears throat> I've seen people you know heartbreaking like when they break up somebody they there's like phases you go through I've seen people like initially like devastated like they're so sad keep crying and crying and crying and crying and then they're depressed because they're like what am I gonna do now I was with this person so long that I don't know what to do now because I've seen people 
like when you hang out with a person for so long, you hang out with them every day and you would like share like half of your life with them and then they're gone and you don't know what to do with yourself and you don't know how to be alone. I feel like um, this happens with girls too a lot. Like they don't know how to be alone after they get out, get out of like a long relationship like that's like lasting, you know, five, six years. They're like, I don't know what to do now. Like I always spend time with this person. Like I don't know how to spend my time alone. I don't know how to do self-care. I don't know what to do. Like I'm so bored you know, and then you have to learn to love yourself and, like, spend alone time with yourself. That, that's what that's I think, like, out of, after you get out of a relationship that was, like, long, I guess, um, the best thing you can do is, like, spend time by yourself and just, like, have a journal. <laughs> have a journal. I'm always going to recommend a journal and, like, go to places alone, go to the mall, go shopping alone, like, spend time alone. And, like, I feel like spending time alone is really helpful. It also makes you feel independent, but, like, it's helpful for you, for your mental health, I think, because it's, like, quiet time for your brain, and it's, like, you, yourself, like, you don't have to talk to somebody else, you don't have to think about what is this person feeling like, I'm hanging out with them, like, it's just you alone. Um, That's a recommendation if you want, after you get out of breakup, but first, it's, like, okay, you're really sad, you're crying, and then you get depressed, and then you have, like, I don't know what I, like, existential crisis, but not really, and then you have... I guess angry. I've seen people become angry because, like, first they're sad and then they get angry because they're like, fuck this person. Like, all the things that they, I did for them, all this and that, that, that. Like, I remember this time, like, you start bringing up all those. And then actually, during that existential crisis period, I feel like people in the heartbreaking phase, heartbroken phase, I think they go through like all the memories they had with this person. Like, it's like seeing a movie in their head. It's like they start reminiscing about all the good times they had with that person. Like I had, and they start getting sad. Like I had, like it's gone. Like that person is either never coming back again or I just like lost that person in my life forever. And then you just start thinking about all the happy moments. And then you have like this existential crisis thing. You don't know what to do alone. And then they start getting mad because they're like, fuck this person, all the fucking shit they made me go through. Like I'm crying because this person, like I need to, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out with my friends. And then they go out with their friends and they're like literally sad. They're like, I just want to go home and cry. Is that true? Are you like, holy shit, she's right. Or am I like totally off base? But that's what I have observed. Um, How it changes. I feel like also like weight wise, like, um, a lot of girls either stop eating when they're heartbroken or just, like, they don't think. Like, they just, like, I'm not hungry. Like, that's what depression does to you as well. Like, either you're really hungry and you binge eat or you're not hungry at all. You don't need anything. Um, how it changes you, I feel like you get, of course, like, being in a relationship. Every time you get in a relationship, it's an experience and you have different experiences. And you grow from those experiences and you learn. And I think it changes you being heartbroken, changes you. It matures you a lot because the friends I've seen or people I've seen been heartbroken, they mature a lot after, like, after they get out of that heartbroken phase. Of course, they have acceptance now. Like, they've accepted the fact that they broke up with this person and they're not going to be with – unless you go back to them, which is fine, you know. But if they're toxic to you and you go back, I'm like – what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I get mad at my friends for doing this. Um, but I'm just like, whatever, you know, I'm not going to be like, ugh. But I'm like, ugh, why? But wait, what was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about how it changes you. 
yeah matures you a lot I think you grow out of it you grow out of it too like once you know you need space between relationships I think like going into one after the other is kind of bad because then you have no space for growth growth in like all type of ways because then you're just like meeting all these different people and you're like wait 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 and then you get confused because you're like wait what what's the point of life like what is who am I what am I looking for like what is the purpose like I think you start having an existential crisis in that situation as well. But yeah, maturity, you grow. Um, also learn to love yourself. In that acceptance stage, I think you accept the fact that it was okay to feel all those feelings. That it was okay to be sad. It was okay to be angry. Like those are valid feelings. It's okay. Like you can cry. You can be depressed. You can like have days where you don't get out of bed because you're so fucking sad and you hate your life like it's you know you've accepted the fact that you went through the stages you had all those feelings you poured it out and now you've accepted the fact and now you can move on either you know to focusing on other things or getting into a new relationship like that's your choice but yeah those are my thoughts on relationships Woo! i that was that that's actually a pretty good episode like considering the fact that it wasn't really planned out but um yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Again, if you have any recommendations about episodes or things you want me to talk about, please DM me or text me. I also have this thing now. If you look in the description, it's like voice messages. So you guys can send me voice messages on anything. Like I said this before, but I wanted to do like a therapy session thing. So if you want me to talk about something, like send a voice message and then I'll listen to it. Or if you want, you know, I'll keep your name anonymous, stuff like that. But thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. I'll see you guys for the next one.